I just want to pause this episode for a second to tell you about something super exciting that I'm hosting on the 22nd of May and it's absolutely free. It's my brand new imposter syndrome breakthrough masterclass. I cannot wait because in this one hour masterclass, I'm going to show you how you can make the ultimate shift from struggling to execute with confidence and feeling not good enough and confused as to how you can make changes to exploding your personal confidence in your leadership role and eliminating imposter syndrome for good so you can make the impact you want to make while maintaining balance and having a lot more fun too. Trust me, this is going to be so worth an hour of your time. Head over to lucygarnan.com forward slash masterclass right now to save your seat. Welcome to the Powerhouse Revolution podcast. I'm Lucy Garnan, ex-corporate leader turned CEO of my dream business, helping corporate female leaders just like you to create your dream career and life. At 40, I quit the corporate world as I was tired of doing a job that no longer lit me up and wanted to live my life my way. I created the Powerhouse Revolution podcast to give you simple, actionable tips and strategies to help you create the perfect career and lifestyle that you and your family deserve. So if you're a corporate female leader or manager who is ready to step into her superpowers and live the life you were born to live, you are definitely in the right place because life is way too short to dread Mondays. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. Hello there and welcome back to another episode of the Powerhouse Revolution podcast. How is your 2023 going so far? Did you set some lovely goals for yourself and is work already taken over and those goals are going in the back of your mind? If that is the case, you are not alone, but you are not going to allow that kind of mindset to defeat you. No way, because you know that 2023 is going to be your year. You know that you need to make some changes in how you're operating, especially when it comes to your time management, right? Quarter four for me, I'm just going to share a quick story, was absolutely mental. And I know a lot of you felt the very same way. It's end of year deadlines, it's looking ahead at next year, it's budgets, it's it's headcount cuts, it's hiring, it's getting clear on your strategy for next year. There's just so much going on and I was doing all the same things as you and I really had to rely on prioritization and boundaries in quarter four to make sure that I kind of didn't lose my mind and there was a point in late November when I was in the middle of my launch for the Powerhouse Revolution experience. I had loads of corporate masterclasses booked in, I had podcast recordings, I had award ceremonies and it was all happening that was like a little a little drop there actually because I was up for two awards. One was with um VIP magazine and air for the Power of Women Awards, um, was celebrating women in business, and also with my local enterprise office for best uh, startup of the year, which I actually won, which was so exciting. But um yeah, side note, I was completely overwhelmed with workloads. So I really had to get really ruthless with my time and really start looking at what was actual priority and what was I telling myself was a priority. So it involved having a few tough conversations with some people, including my team who I knew needed me, but I couldn't give them the time that they needed. And I explained exactly why, because 
I couldn't focus on their priorities because I had my own. And that's something I've had to learn over the years is that as a leader, you sometimes have to make those tough calls. You know, I'm very empathetic. I want to always be there for my team. But when you're in situations when you are totally overwhelmed with workload, unfortunately, you have to be able to prioritize. And that is exactly what I am going to be talking to you about today. So today is going to be a nice shorty episode, but it's going to be action packed, value packed so that you can take away this method I'm going to teach you. Okay, so do you ever look at your to do list and feel completely defeated as you have so many priorities, so many to do's that you don't even know where to start? If that's the case, you are not alone. And today I am going to share with you a simple tool, like I said, to help you prioritize like a CEO. So I did a LinkedIn poll um, in quarter four on prioritization and there were over 100 respondents and 67% of the people who responded said that they found it difficult to prioritize. So you are not alone. Okay, it's it's not normal to be able to prioritize because especially if you are a people pleaser or you're juggling a lot of balls and there's so many things that actually are a priority um, it can be super difficult. So please don't beat yourself up for not being better because I'm going to give you a tool today that's going to help. So you may have heard of the Steve Covey matrix, the urgent and important matrix, which originated from the Eisenhower matrix, which came from President Eisenhower, who was known for his prioritization and I suppose time management skills. And a lot of this comes from boundaries and getting really clear on what the real priorities are. But the Eisenhower matrix, the urgent, important, famous matrix doesn't really take into account limiting beliefs that you might hold about yourself and people pleasing and confidence and all of that and the fact that urgent and important is extremely subjective so it depends you know what I might deem as urgent and important is very different to what you might deem as urgent and important so this really prompted me to create what I call the powerhouse prioritization matrix and this is based on my simple way of thinking, because I always like to just take things back to basics. Let's strip it back, get rid of the corporate jargon, and let's just go back to our language. Are you with me? Okay, good. So you're in luck because I have actually included this powerhouse prioritization matrix in a free guide that I have created especially for you. Now, I've mentioned it before, but in this guide, it's called Five Strategies to Stop Negative Self-Talk and Take Control of Work-Life Balance so you excel in your leadership career. And one of the five strategies is this prioritization matrix. So the link to this guide will be in the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. If you go into the notes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening, you'll see the link to the guide and you'll be able to grab the matrix. And I want you to take this matrix and print it and have it because my clients tell me it's super powerful. So it's a matrix that basically has four quadrants. And the first quadrant is called the must do it's. The second one is the could do it's. The third one is the don't want it's. And the fourth one is the stop it's. So I'm going to take you through each one of those categories now. So we'll start with the must do it's. So these are tasks with clear deadlines and significant consequences if not done on time. So these are real emergencies and crisis issues. So I'm talking 
real emergencies here. Not apparent emergencies because Mary tells you that there's a meeting because it was a problem last night and you have to drop everything. Okay, that's not actually, that's just people panicking and getting people into a room without really thinking through the purpose of the meeting, what you're trying to achieve from the meeting. It's literally just panic stations. So that to me is not a must do it, right? That's where sometimes you need to put your big girl pants on and get really clear on, you know, your business goals for the week, okay? And think about what you actually have to do. So a real emergency might be where there is a safety issue or a HR issue that is, I suppose, about to escalate or a crisis in that there's something wrong with a product or a service that's going to you know, impact your reputation. Something like that that's significant is a real crisis. Customer demands are also must do it. So as a as a leader, you're you're in business to serve customers, be it customers internally or customers externally, or maybe it's both. So if you have customer demands that need to be met on that particular day, um they're must do it. However, there's a caveat to that. Sometimes with your customers and even, you know, even with me, with my clients, I have to have boundaries. So, you know, you see, you can put rules in place around what's reasonable with your customers or your clients. Okay. So just for example, you know, I do have a 24 hour turnaround time on emails. So I explain that to my clients when I start working with them that I will endeavor myself or my team will respond within 24 hours because I can't run a business by just checking emails every time something comes in. It's not efficient and it's not how I teach. So I have to practice what I preach. So it's the same for you. The other kind of things that would be in the must do it's would be planned tasks or work that's actually due now. So something that's maybe related to a KPI that has to get done today or, you know, the run the business stuff that needs to get done. They're your must do it's. Important meetings with agendas. With agendas is the key, the key phrase there. If your team issue, if you have team issues that really need to be resolved, you know, you're a leader, you're there for your team, but obviously you get to make a decision on what's a must do it or what's in one of the other categories when it comes to your team. And then problem resolution and firefighting actually is a must do it. So something I hear over and over and over again is I'm so sick of firefighting. I'm sick of all the change and the problems every single day. But you need to shift your mindset around that because that's a part of your role. So you've got to plan for that. So that is what I would consider a must do. It's stop resisting it and realize you need to do that. The next category then is called the could do it's. So these are tasks with no set deadline, but that they move you along towards longer term goals. So this is all my favorite stuff. So this is like all the strategic stuff and the planning and the strategizing and things like developing your team and your own development, increasing your visibility, networking, continuous improvement, developing strategies for change and setting the direction for your business or your department or your region. These are all the things you're like, "Mm, I could do them today, but I don't have to. But yet they're super important. And this is the stuff that's really hard for us. It's the stuff that, you know, we need to actually sit down and be more strategic thinkers and carve out the time. But we're so busy firefighting that we don't have the time. But you've got to make the time for this stuff, okay? Because if you don't do it today, it's actually going to cause more fires in the future. But the reason that you don't do that stuff is because you're probably spending time in some of the last two buckets. So the third category or bucket is the don't want it's. 
So these are tasks that need to be dealt with, but they don't actually need your specific expertise. So it might be things like a department rep at a meeting or other people's priorities. So if somebody comes to you with something that's an emergency, an apparent emergency, it's their priority. They haven't been organized enough. They have something coming due that all of a sudden is being landed on you. It happens all the time. You don't want that. It's you teach people how to treat you. So, you know, again, I in my programs, I kind of we go through this in more detail. There's a whole kind of system around setting boundaries. But you really don't want to be just dropping all of your important stuff to support somebody else if it's going to affect your productivity or ultimately if it's not aligned with the business goals. OK. Trivial requests from others. So you don't want to be doing that stuff. You have worked too hard to get where you are to be spending time searching for things and administrative tasks and things. You don't want that stuff, right? But you need to delegate those things. Um, providing solutions, again, would be another thing to with for other people without them even trying themselves. So some leaders are fantastic at coaching. Um, and again, this is something I teach in my programs coaching and helping their teams to come up with solutions or pushing back because if you don't if your team don't learn to problem solve and learn to become I suppose self-sufficient it actually damages their not only their performance it actually limits their confidence and they won't really grow so I'm a big fan of you know giving autonomy to my team and asking them to try figure it out not because I'm being mean, it's actually for two reasons. Number one, because I want them to learn and grow themselves, because that's what we're here for on this earth, to learn and grow, to solve problems, to feel accomplished when we do things we didn't really think we could. And also because I have other stuff I need to be doing. So I want you to adopt the same kind of mindset. And then finally, we have the stop it's. So these are the tasks that distract you and they really don't add value. So things like perfectionism and wordsmithing. How many times do you find yourself rereading a presentation or rereading an email and making sure that it looks okay and that there's no spelling mistakes and that your point is clear and you might go back to it at a later time? I hear that a lot from some people. Maybe that doesn't land with you. Maybe that's not you, but it's definitely people on your team. So you want you want to either stop that or you want to encourage your team to stop that. Um, being too picky just because you can. So sometimes as leaders, I think, you know, we don't like our teams or I. some people don't like their teams. I love it, actually, <laughs> to have better ideas than you because you feel like you should have all the answers and you should be in control. And sometimes you are too picky just because you can. But actually, you need to stop that because you're not only wasting your time you're actually stunting your own team's development and you're, you're blocking progress and then you wonder why you don't have enough time. Some of the other things you'd need to stop is like gossip and giving out. I, I swear, like I never entered into negative conversations at work and it probably was why I, I didn't have a lot of friends in the workplace because I was always kind of focused on work, which is not always a good thing, but I just don't enter into negativity. I don't enter into problems. I'm always solution focused. And I feel like that's always stood to me because I have great work-life balance. I've, you know, I've had it for years. Junk email is another thing. Aimless meetings with no agenda. Like, I mean, I could do, I need to do a full episode on that at some stage. But really, if you're going into a meeting and you're not clear on what your role is, 
what the objective or, or what people, what, what the outcome is, what people are working towards. If you're going in and it's an hour long meeting, but actually you're really only needed for 10 minutes, you are just wasting your time and you're not focusing on where you need to focus. And then another thing you'd need to stop really is laboring details without making a decision. So you need to learn to make rapid decisions, fast decisions that are based on data, but also based on your gut. Because sometimes I think we labor too much detail, asking for more data, asking for more of this, when really you know what you need to do. So there are the four kind of quadrants. So just to summarize, and again, you can download these for free at the show notes. Um, if you go to lucygarn.com forward slash podcast, you'll see this episode there. Or you can download the guide directly at lucygarnan.com. Actually, that's the wrong address. I'm going to put it in. I can't remember the address offhand. I haven't got here. We will put it in the show notes for you. Okay. And it will be where you're listening to this episode. So again, just to summarize, you have your must do it. So they're your tasks that you have to get done today that have clear deadlines with significant consequences if not done in time. The second one is your could do it. This is all your strategic stuff, your tasks that have no set deadline, but they move you along towards long term goals. Then you have the don't want it, which is the stuff that you don't want, that they're tasks that you don't need your specific expertise, but they absolutely need to be dealt with. So you need to delegate this stuff. And then you have the stop it. So these are the tasks that distract you and don't add value. So like I said, I really want you to download the guide, print off this matrix. And every time you're feeling overwhelmed or you're looking at your workload, run all of your tasks through those four filters and challenge yourself to make sure that you're focusing on the stuff that is strategic, the stuff that is is in the must do it's and the could do it's buckets, because they are the stuff that's going to get you noticed. They are the things that are going to increase your visibility, increase your impact and improve your work life balance. So that's it. We're at the end of another episode. I hope you found that valuable. I hope it, um, I suppose I was able to articulate it because without seeing it, it can be hard. So that's why I want you to go and grab that free guide. So that is it for this week, my dear. I hope you have an absolutely fabulous week in work. Um, if you found this valuable and you know somebody who would absolutely love this guide with the matrix and all the other strategies in there for leadership success. Can you please forward this podcast to them? Because as always, I totally rely on you to help me to spread the word. I don't pay for advertising or anything like that on this podcast. So I would absolutely be so, so grateful if you would share this episode and the guide with your pals. I'd love you forever. So until next time, have a great week and I will talk to you same time, same place next Wednesday.